okay, we'd be remiss to start off on anything other than this one note. I think that I think the beautiful thing about BDYST at this point is that you can follow the story, the breaking news, the stuff that you just got to care about over time. Yeah. And and I know that you got the news. You know that I got the news. Let's not mess around anymore. <laughs> there is there is one story that's been rocking the world over the last few days and it, we just got to cover it. And that is I can't believe that you're hyping it this way. <laughs> it, it it is about a new addition to the cast of the Sonic the Hedgehog film. Who is going to play Sonic villain? Dr. Robotnik, nicknamed Egg Eggman. <laughs> okay, so let, let before we before we say, I are those the same person? Is is Eggman Dr. Robotnik or is that like two different I don't know. No, yeah, his confused. name his full name is Dr. Ivo. Okay. Eggman in qu- in quotes Robotnik because he's shaped like an egg, he looks like an egg, mm-hmm. he puts animals in eggs. Come on, man, it's his whole shtick. Do we have any any names attached beyond this? Is there somebody else? Yes, uh a kid relatively unknown. He has been in uh oh what is it the get down that okay hip-hop uh netflix show that period okay piece. like it was in like right, the wait. 70s or something like that like uh-huh. the, the formation of hip-hop uh-huh he's in it but he's playing a human okay ed helms was in the talks to be in it as well yeah there was a few people who were gonna play that real good cop character that comes around and tells sonic not to run so fast or whatever but now we have a name to one of the most iconic Sonic characters. And who is that name? Alrighty then. Jim oh, Carrey. No. <laughs> Jim, Jim friggin' Carrey is Jim playing. Jim friggin' Carrey. Dr. Robotnik. Okay, so. <laughs> how do we feel about this news? How do we feel about this? Okay, here's the thing that I love about this news is this isn't Jim Carrey coming off of the Grinch and going to Dr. Robotnik. This is Jim Carrey coming off of a transcendental surrealist painting phase and playing <laughs> Dr. Robotnik. Yeah, this is his political painting phase. I mean, he's been painting the eyes of Jesus. <gasps> oh, what, wait. What? Oh, my gosh. I think it's even better coming off of his transcendental painting phase. I think so, too. What is he? be? Okay, so the Jim Carrey that was being the Grinch... He was, you know, more interested in comedy, more interested in money. He was at his height of his Hollywood powers. Correct. This current Jim Carrey, he had a loved one that died tragically. It was like his uh, ex-girlfriend or his fiance. I don't know. But like a love, a, a woman in his life that died. He's had some weird, you know, run-ins with the media. He's getting in touch with his artistic side. He's been critiquing the president. I think... He is going to play the Trump version of Dr. Robotnik. Oh, no. I hadn't thought about making this political. Oh, this is we're, we're taking Sonic the Hedgehog straight into 2018, huh? Absolutely. Interesting. Dang it. I didn't even see that until just now. How do you feel? How do you feel about Jim Carrey entering into... But wait, let's actually go further back. How do you feel about Sonic the Hedgehog? Do you even like Sonic the Hedgehog? I love the games. Like, it's probably one of my favorites. Like, uh-huh. I got to say, if I'm honest, well, I've had definitely equal, if not more, nostalgic moments with Sonic 
than even ah, I know this is offensive Mario. Mm. So you're one of those. But okay, so I didn't have a Sega Saturn or Sega Genesis, but I just remember like like magazines, gaming magazines that would have images of him. Uh-huh. And oh, and I also watched the cartoon show with Jaleel White doing the voice. There wasn't a, a cartoon, you know, that I watched of Mario. There wasn't like a ton of pamphlets lying around with really well done art that I had. I know that there is mm-hmm. in existence, mm-hmm. but I had way more access to Sonic. I think because he was the knockoff <laughs> mascot, like he wasn't, you know, uh, a one. He wasn't Nike. He was like Under Armour. <laughs> right, right. And um, and so I watched the cartoon. Uh, I even had like a Neo Geo, and I had a Sonic game for that. You had a Neo Geo? I had a Neo Geo Pocket. Yep. Wow, dude, that was that was you taking your like your nerdery to the next level back <laughs> in the day. You're, I am a for real creative. I'm for not real. gonna mess around with this Game Boy Color. No, nope, I got nope. this thing. That was the only handheld device I had too, by the way. Wow. Um, <laughs> and I still have it to this day. I don't know that it works, but I still have it. I bet that's actually kind of rad. Yeah. And uh, so, oh, and then uh, Super, no, what was it called? Sonic Adventure for the Dreamcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also another creative artist system, not <laughs> not the mainstream, the Dreamcast. So that was such a huge imprint and like, oh, this game is amazing. Interesting. So I love Sonic. Okay. Sonic is Sonic is close to my heart. And then it bums me out that they ha- they haven't done a really awesome, you know, Sonic in a long time. They sure have not. We can all <laughs> agree on that. So you're a Sonic person. Yes, I'm a Sonic person. So you know all about that Eggman. I know a lot about him. I'm not going to say that I'm an expert, but I know a lot about him. Okay. I'm not excited. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Because he's, I mean, unless he doesn't, I imagine he's going to put on a fat suit of some sort or some prosthetic, and I'm never a fan of those. I never think they go that well. Wait, you think that he's going to play, oh, I assume this whole time he's just playing a CGI character. Do you not think so? No, dude, this is live action, I believe. I know, but it's going to be live action CGI. Yeah, Sonic is going to be CGI, but I would put money that the villain is going to be live action. Oh, no. I hadn't even thought about that. That's going to be a horrifying reality. Yeah, I think Sonic is the only one that's going to be cartoon. I'm going to look up Dr. Robotnik. Hold on. Dr. Robotnik. That is a good thing to look up. No, no. Cosplay. Oh, Oh, my Lord. Oh, and you were excited. I guess you could do it. So you can do it. That's not that's not my qualm. Uh-huh. But I would have preferred a portly, a more portly gentleman to do it. Right. Like a John Goodman or a Zach Galifianakis. Oh my gosh, Zach Galifianakis is Dr. Robotnik. That's a whole different vision, isn't it? I'm not into prosthetics as hardcore. Do we know that Knuckles is going to be in the movie? Do we know that yet? I think, at the very least, he'll be teased for a sequel. Oh my gosh, a Sonic universe? A Sonic Cinematic Universe? You know it. I hadn't even thought about that. I can't wait for the gritty Shadow the Hedgehog directed by Zack Snyder. That'd be that'd be a real thing right there. Did you ever read the Sonic comic book when you were a kid? I did not. I actually thought about it recently and posted about it on Twitter because Sonic the Hedgehog is where I learned about the concept of the immune system. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. There was a comic where one of Sonic's friends got real, real sick and Sonic had to go inside of his friend's body and save him. And there were characters called antibodies 
but not antibody, anti, A-U-N-T-I-E, body. <laughs> so that were these old ladies that fought off all the germs. You know what? I feel like I remember you telling me about this. <laughs> yeah. And I still, I still think of that. And I feel like I learned a lot about the microbial world through Sonic. And I bet, I bet you didn't see that sentence coming when we started talking about Jim Carrey today. I <laughs> uh, did not see that coming. So now you know. Also, for some reason, the bacteria were French. And that's probably racist when I think back to it. <laughs> probably. I think that's safe to say. You know that this will be the place for Sonic the Hedgehog news as we learn more and more about this project. That should be our tagline at the end. Like, for more <laughs> up-to-date info on Sonic news, your number one spot. Bro, did you see this? <laughs> this is not a one-link show. This is multiple. Yeah, I know. It's time for the second link. Give me what you got. This is a gross one. (laughs) Bro, did you see this? Alice Roberts embarks on an audacious scientific stunt to rebuild her own body from scratch, editing out airs left behind by evolution to create the perfect body. Should I I watch this video? Yeah. (laughs) The thumbnail scares me. The thumbnail is a person's torso... And there's a human baby head popping out of the middle of it. And that's not a good that's not a good start. I want you to know that. I hope you understand that's not a good start. I know. Hello everyone. Welcome to the Science Museum. Alice came into this gallery, met me. We were talking about something that she's complained about endlessly in articles and books. And it sort of struck me, well, why doesn't she come up with the perfect Alice? Now, I can't wait to see what is behind that curtain. It's now time to introduce Alice Roberts. Thanks, Roger. So this has been an extraordinary project. I've been terribly excited about this for a month, Um, but I'm also really nervous, and I'm interested to see what you think as well. Okay, right, help me with this then. Five, four, Four, three, three, two, one... (laughs) okay so we got the reveal alice robert an anthropologist and professor of public engagement and science at the university of birmingham went on a mission to test all the ways human bodies could be improved inspired by other species that can do it better the result a conglomeration of creatures that turned the human form freakishly alien it's really hard to look at it but here it is. And in this picture form, which will now be embedded in the podcast, you can see it. Um, <laughs> it does look kind of Avatar-y without the blue skin to make it look not as terrifying because when it looks like a human, almost, it looks even scarier. It's a person and there's a baby head sticking out of their torso. Yes. Got little marsupial-like pouch. Got uh, a much crazier looking neck than we have got bigger elf eyes got bigger elf ears apparently elves are better than us i didn't know that was real but here we are absolutely Um, they're better and then got terrifying three three toed legs that look kind of like it's emu legs so emu legs reptilian skin huge ears and eyes i like that the vice article doesn't even bother deciding where the ears and eyes come from and giant three-toed feet Here's where we can make a definitive call, right? Because I have a lot of questions. But (laughs) the BBC program is called, Can Science Make Me Perfect? And I can answer without hesitation, if I'm looking at this, no. 
It can't. Because <laughs> this is horrifying. This is not good at all. I think she's saying perfect from a survival standpoint, biology standpoint. Like a more durable human, not an attractive human. Let me tell you what. If this character walked through any American town, it gets shot dead <laughs> within about 30 seconds. So that that's not perfect. That's not anywhere near perfect. <laughs> Again, I think they're going like, what is the perfect evolution of the human race? We're all we're all going to look like this is what they're saying. <laughs> well, then let me let me take it even further by saying that for reasons that I cannot understand at all, this uh, evolved human is carrying an iPhone in its hand, which is real weird. <laughs> and not even but a 10. Exactly. Like That's iPhone, what I was about like to say. iPhone 6. It's definitely an iPhone 6, and this this is not the perfect human. The perfect human would definitely be carrying a more technologically advanced iPhone than I am. So, fail. Also, um, you're, okay, now you're definitely swaying me. Okay. Yeezy is going to be the clothing of the future. Yes. Um, so, this body does not work for the silhouettes that no. they have currently. No, this so... isn't even nearly good enough. If you cloak this figure, that's not going to be good. That's no. not going to be good at all. No. So. Yeah, I'm not into it. I'm not into it at all. I did see in the video that it said something about having um, like a pumping. Uh, I don't even know. I'm not even going to try to describe what they said. <laughs> but it it can, it can run fast. And I'm cool with that. I like to run faster. I'm fine. If you put a little extra muscle in my back of my leg that made me run faster, A-okay with me. But the rest of this stuff, not going to work out, I don't believe. Also, why did they have to say that part of making it the better body was that it had an uncrushable windpipe? Do so many people get their windpipes crushed? Is that a thing that happens all the time? I Do we really so, have to man. evolve that out? I feel like that's not people something choke. that happens on the daily. It didn't say that you wouldn't choke. It said that no one would crush your windpipe. But I don't think that that's happening. I wonder. Okay, so you're definitely – I thought at first I just saw it as a surface link, thought it was funny. But now you made me have all these questions, Drew. Who is this lady why does she get to decide? Why is a windpipe such a survival necessary item? I don't know, man. I would think we'd get like some crazy hard skulls before we get a strong windpipe. Well, we may not have evolved humans correctly, according to this, but we evolved robots in a way that's real dope. Bro, did you see this? What? Disney Imagineering has created... Autonomous robot stunt doubles. The robot acrobats can flip through the air and stick a landing every time. <gasps> what? The image that this article uses is rad. And I think that this this is a, a photo that says a whole lot. What's the picture is worth a thousand words? Is that what the, the phrase is? <laughs> yes. That, we got a said. thousand plus in here because all that it is is a robot in the most superhero pose possible. <laughs> flying through the air it's got like i wouldn't have thought of this as, as a superhero pose but it is it's like arms back chest forward legs pushed back like yep. just you don't you don't fly through the air in that pose you're, yeah you're leading with your chest and your head not with you know your arms or, yeah. yeah if you're doing that like um you're gonna do something dope when you land on the ground that's what that's what this that that pose conveys so apparently they're they're understanding that there's something special about the ability for an animatronic to act in air to to be a stunt double in effect and so they're creating these interesting electronic animatronics that can be sent 
out of its normal space. Oh my gosh, that photo is straight up real. I thought it was just a composite. Oh my gosh. It's not fake. We got these basically acrobatic robots. How wild is that? Oh, this is dangerous, man. <laughs> I know, man. We're literally engineering our death. <laughs> Did we learn nothing from iRobot? Oh my gosh. It's cool though that that video shows you like the progression. First they did it with just like a, a just a random pole and saw, you know, how how it landed and how it went in the air. Then they did with like a a more complex machine. And then they did a human with like tracking dots and then they did it with like a robot. Oh my gosh. This is awesome. So this isn't some fully walking around robot. This is a robot that's meant to be launched from one place and drop in another place and look dope in between. So in my head, you can imagine like a show that's utilizing like 10 of these to even maybe just be one character that's like zipping all around the stage, you know? So like having a show at Disney where there's a there's a character on screen and then he jumps and then, oh my gosh, he's jumping over your head, you know, back through the audience and instead of that being something on a screen or some actual like human doing a stunt, it's just this robot that looks a thousand times cooler than a real human. And that's the problem, right? Is up until this point, the humans always looked cooler, but you can tell, oh, okay, now we got the stunt guy, the 20-year-old actor who's doing his best, doing the lame shifts at Disney, you know, making this happen. <laughs> yeah. But this is like, oh, shoot, that looked like the real thing. That looked like an Avenger just jumped over my head, which is really a cool idea. And it doesn't have the costume on. It like still is just a bare bones robot. But already the pose is so badass. And I can already imagine this would be awesome for like those like uh, theater shows that they do at the parks, you know, like the exactly. experience they have, you know, and that actually would probably give them more leverage to do different you know scenes different sets because the the onstage actor doesn't even have to go into the crowd he could stay behind the set waiting changing whatever and have the stunt double do the stunt explode and then ah, did you guys see me do that trick you know like that actually be really tight exactly so the there's a quote from one of the people who's working on it that says so often our robots are in the uncanny valley where you get a lot of function but it still doesn't look quite right and i think here the opposite is true when you're flying through the air, you can have a little bit of function and you can produce a lot of stuff that looks pretty good because of this really neat physics opportunity. You've got these beautiful kinds of parabolas and sine waves that just kind of fall out of rotating and spinning through the air in ways that are hard for people to predict but look fantastic. So it looks – it's fun of those funny things where it doesn't look like a human – because humans don't do that, and that makes it better because you're not trying to be a human. You're trying to be an Avenger or a superhero or a Terminator or whatever. Uh, so it's it, it's really cool. It's a really, really cool idea. For, man, for once, your, robot, your robots don't scare me. They didn't bum me out this time. <laughs> that we could go down the dark period, right, of, oh, my gosh, someday robots will be able to do this and they'll take over, blah, blah. Nah, let's just, let's just focus. This is just a cool robot doing a cool thing. It's not going to kill us because it's just going to fall and it's going to be done. It's awesome. But it's going to look so cool while flying in the air and I'm, I'm interested. Okay. All right, bro, did you see this? Now, before you click in the link, uh, see the thumbnail and did you see this? Have you seen this already? Okay, yes, I did see this. Did you follow, did you follow up with it and know about it all the way? 
Um, okay, so what we're talking about is <laughs> social media outrage happened earlier, which was about a wall, a mural that went up in a wall in L.A. that had a tent surrounding it, and you could only get in the tent and take a photo with the mural if you had over a certain amount of followers on Instagram or Twitter. And I think that number was like 10,000 10, or 100,000. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was 20,000 followers. Oh, 20,000. 20,000 followers. So I saw a Twitter moment, which, by the way, Twitter moments, man. I haven't been using Twitter as much lately, but Twitter moments are my trash TV. The Twitter moments are the <laughs> thing that I can't look away from for some reason. I don't know why I look at it. It never makes me happy. It's a tabloid rag that I always end up freaking looking at and reading. You know, there's that it's it's the old adage, right? Like, don't read the comments. And all Twitter moments is is a compilation of 20 comments, and it makes me crazy. And I don't know why I look at it. Your Twitter moments must be curated to to be like all those negative things. A lot of my links are Twitter moments. It's like some of the funniest, best things. Here's what I got for you. Japan's psychic... I look. I pulled it up right now. Japan's psychic octopus killed and sold his food before Belgium World Cup clash. Oh, that's actually really sad. <laughs> I remember that psychic octopus. Aww. Turns out Grandma's 4th of July shirt isn't actually celebrating America. Archbishop Philip Wilson sentenced for covering up historical child sex offenses. Cool, 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 cool. Tesla hits Model 3 target. Okay, that I don't was have fine. any of those. I have DeMarcus Cousins signs to the Warriors. I said, I have how weird are your coworkers? I have fans investigate James Gunn's preview of Guardians 3 script. I have like way more positive things. <laughs> I get none of these. Mine are all sad. Dude, I have Meet the New Robotics Engineer Barbie. I We have different moments. <laughs> this is clear. Freaked out Americans are desperately seeking to escape the news. They're all like so sad. What was your best movie experience? All of mine are nice. <laughs> okay, well, I need I need better ones. But anyways, in any case, I saw a Twitter moment for this. I clicked on it against my own <laughs> knowledge. I knew I shouldn't have done it. And it was just 20 tweets that all said... Can you believe it? It's a sucky mural anyways. Why would you do this? Ugh, L.A. has gone too far over and over and over again. And I saw it and I took one look at it and I said, this is obviously a marketing campaign that's working really well. This is not a real thing by any means. And then, yeah, it, it seemed like there was some new thing called like and subscribe behind it. And I never paid attention after that. It's a TV show, I believe, like a new show okay. that they're trying to promote. But I was, I was interested. Well, now that you know that it's not real, because I reacted. I, kn I knew it wasn't real. No, no, I knew it wasn't real. I had to, I had to watch Twitter believe that it was real and react to it, and oh, all these good reactions of people doing hot takes about why it was bad and really, yeah, you, I knew I never thought it was real. No, but LA does weird things like that. No, I was in L.A. when that was happening. L.A. does not do weird stuff like that. It is fine. There is nothing wrong. It just – it was just a dumb promotional campaign. It was it was 100% – I don't know if you've ever seen it, but there's a show called Nathan For You. Yes. Which just does the dumbest stuff for businesses and makes them actually think it's real. This was a Nathan For You campaign <laughs> that wasn't done by Nathan, and it was it was stupid. But, I mean, it worked, dude. I mean, yeah, they exist now. People know about them, and Vice wrote about them. So, hey – Good job, guys. You did it. Okay. Actually, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'll tell you. I have a story. My story about L.A. is that there's a wall on Melrose, and uh, it's a big, giant pink wall, and it's like a photo spot. People go and take photos, and there is a security guard there all day long 
that ha- that tells you that you cannot take a photo on the wall if you have a normal camera. You can only like a good camera. You can only take a photo on the wall if you have an iPhone. But there is a- another wall on the other side of the building that is also pink that there is no security guard at, and you can take any photo there. But for some reason, no one wants to do it. The security <laughs> guard is why people are taking photos there all day. It's like ooh, security wall. I got to get my photo there. So, yeah, there's some weird stuff like that. See? Don't even tell me that L.A. doesn't do weird stuff. That's weird. Get out of here, Drew. All right. Well, this was a stunt. I knew it all along. Let me redeem Twitter moments then with a little fun ditty. Bro, did you see this? When you find a frog hiding behind a door in a tree trunk. (laughs) So it's, it's a tweet, and it says, So I found a door in a tree trunk, and it was full of a pile of money and a single frog. And that's a great tweet. And the first image is of uh, the bottom of a tree trunk and it's like a legit honest to god door it's like, got a little like, door like winnie the pooh it's got door there. hinges <laughs> yeah and then the second picture is that door opened and there's just a bunch of pennies and a frog looking kind of angry sitting in the corner <laughs> like he's been disturbed like it's his house <laughs> yeah oh well, he i guess it's in the third photo yeah but yeah it looks like someone stumbled across this thing and uh and uh, kind of blew up his spot. But if you keep scrolling, this person, you know, continues to like tweet about it. For those who are worried, the whole he was uh, hiding in led to the outside, so I wasn't he wasn't trapped. And I closed the door. This is robbery. I'm literally take, uh, shaking. You would never do this to a frog. Uh, no, it's okay. We left him with his hard-earned money, and they keep going. Blah blah blah. But then, so I guess there's a tweet exchange between this person and someone else. Uh, and if you scroll down. My cousin's, my friend's cousin was walking in the woods. She found this, dot, dot, dot. And it's another tree trunk with another little door. (laughs) So she opened the door and inside a live toad on a stool. (laughs) And this is a big toad on a stool and a bunch of like little toys (laughs) and uh, like doohickeys. (laughs) And... (laughs) Yeah, and so frogs and toads, they really are just chilling out in tree trunks, minding their own business. Why is your Twitter so much better than my Twitter? Why? Dude, I don't know. You must follow some weird people. I'm so upset about this. Okay. I found a link, and this link, I didn't know that what it was going to do when I clicked it, but it, I realized that it encapsulates something very deep about why I love video games. So I'm going to share this with you. Okay. Bro, did you see this? The Crew 2's America... So, for the listeners, The Crew is a video game. It came out with a sequel, The Crew 2. So, it's The Crew 2's America features some very weird stores. So, The Crew 2 is this weird racing game, and I haven't even played it. It seems like the fun of the game is that, one, the map is real, real big, like all of America, which is pretty big. And two, you can push a button and transform your car into a plane. And you could push a button and transform your plane into a boat. And I'm not going to lie, that sounds like a lot of fun. And I'm probably going to try to download it later. (laughs) Uh, When can we, where can we buy this and play this game? Exactly. Sounds great. But I don't care about that right now. I care about this article, which is talking about the weird version of America that is in this game. So the original, (laughs) the, the first thumbnail, the first thumbnail is one of the restaurants that you might drive by when you're driving through Old Americana oh as gosh. you race down the road. And the 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 restaurant is is labeled as such. Restaurante up top. And then the next line says chicken grilled coffee. <laughs> and the next line says pizza pizza grilled pizza. 
And that's beautiful. That's beautiful poetry. <laughs> and so basically, the, the, article, the article says this. Ubisoft's new, which is the, the producer, the, the company that's developed the game, Ubisoft's new open-world racer has some impressive scenery, whether you're bombing along the Pacific coast or through the Nevada desert at sunset. But when I slowed down and took a closer look at the cities, I noticed something strange. The, storef- the storefronts that line the streets are truly bizarre, like they've been generated by some malfunctioning computer. <laughs> Maybe a, they have? That's exactly what happened. I don't know the tricks the developer used to build these gargantuan maps, but I do know that close-up its version of the USA is bloody weird. <laughs> so it seems like what happened, Ben, is they made this game, and the game is basically all of America, and you can drive through it. But you're not really meant to stop. You're meant to be experiencing this America at like 120 miles an hour minimum. So as you're racing down the streets, it's just a blur of stuff that's passing you on each side. And you're not really supposed to stop and, like, look around. This isn't even like a GTA game where you're walking around. You're driving by real, real fast. These are all facades. You can't even go into these buildings. (laughs) Yeah, there's no actual buildings. It just is. So they had to make an entire America for this game. And they basically just said, put stuff in America. (laughs) And the stuff they put in America is awesome. So, I mean, take a look at some of these screenshots and tell me what stands out to you. So we have Pizza Coffee Grilled. It's a franchise, I guess. Okay. But then underneath that, it says Best Burger and then Mm. Chicken. (laughs) So that that Pizza Coffee Grilled is great because the building itself says Pizza Coffee Grilled. Like, that's just on the building. And then underneath that is a logo for Best Burger. And that logo for Best Burger, it's fine. It says Best Burger. It's got a crown. The best burger should be crowned, right? That's all good. But then in the corner of the window, completely away from best burger, it just says chicken. It doesn't say that it's selling chicken. It doesn't say there's a chicken deal. It doesn't say anything. It doesn't say chicken burger. It just says chicken. And that's the kind of stuff that you can see but then, in the world of the crew, but then and I even, wish I saw okay, in real life. Now that you stop me, I'm going even further mm-hmm. on this photo. So it says, mm-hmm. we accept food stamps also on the window in smaller font. <laughs> oh, I see. I didn't see that. That's even better. It says it's open 24 hours. Okay. And then... Like any best burger place y- would be. Yeah. And then what's uh-huh. even more upsetting for me, more upsetting than pizza, coffee, uh-huh. grilled, more upsetting than best burger next to a chicken, more... more yeah, yeah. Yeah is the door has two push signs printed on it. But Uh the handles are (laughs) coming out of the door. This is clearly a pull. That's very true. This is clearly a pull door, and they have a push sign. That's what makes you mad. That that upsets me. Yeah, I get that. I get it. I get it. Uh, The next one down is, I mean, look at the doors. (laughs) Tell me, you know, look at the logo. It's it, it it says French cuisine up top, and it's this kind of beautiful building. Yeah. It's got like this black metal, and it's all good, you know, French cuisine. If I walk in there, I'm gonna get some French food. But over in the window, it says <laughs> homemade ravioli, fettuccine, tortellini, <laughs> which is not, not French, French. Not French. Let me tell you what I've been to France, and uh, that's not that's not what they sell there. No, nope. uh, that's definitely Italian. On top of the door, it does say original special. Which I love, and I think that I'd like to call anything I do in the future original special. Yep, let's create uh, a both company. Both those things. When you walk yep. in this door, you can expect that. And uh, it says in the t- in the it, it says it's hours on the other side. Can you tell me what those hours are? I can't read it. I think it says open no hours, 
Open no hours. Yeah, it does say open no hours. <laughs> but, then, but then immediately contradicts itself and says open 12.30 p.m. Uh, yep. Last opens 2 p.m. And then opens yep. 7 p.m. Last. Mm-hmm. I think it says opens at 12.30. I think it says opens 12.30 a.m. Oh, last order. Which is. Gotcha. This is weird. So, so it, it opens. It opens at midnight. Okay. It opens at midnight. And so if you want French, fresh French ravioli at 1 a.m., you can get it. But the last order is at 2 p.m. So if you want anything past 2 p.m., you better wait till midnight again, baby. That's just how it goes. So another great, great place in the crew. You want to keep going? Okay. So then the next one we have is a more industrial storefront. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it's like a, it's a, it's a garage door. Yeah. But then it has some red and white piped awnings, and then above <laughs> it, it has a sign that says, yeah, yeah. antique store, 24-hour. Yeah, so it's a 24-hour antique store. I feel like <laughs> it should have been labeled maybe pawn, Yeah, but <laughs> they labeled it antiques. Well, and what I like, too, about this is that it's a 24-hour antique store that does 100% look completely closed, <laughs> which is good. Yeah, I don't even, it's a garage door that's closed. I don't know where you go in. I don't know where you... <laughs> you can't go in. You can't get in there. You can't get in there at all. It's like, why would anyone ever need 24-hour access to an antique shop? And if it's open all day, why is it closed? Maybe the auctioneer stepped out for a few minutes to grab a cup of grilled coffee. <laughs> yeah, you got to get that grilled coffee. It's It's all the rage. Okay, the next one's one of my favorites. I like it a lot because all that it is is it's a normal building and it's got this real weird, ugly, ugly fence. And behind the fence is a very bad brown grass texture that was absolutely never meant to be seen by anybody. Right. And on that brown grass texture behind that ugly, ugly fence is for no apparent reason a 24-hour ATM. (laughs) No one's using this ATM. You can't even get to it if you wanted to. It's not on the road, you know? It just is behind this fence. It's almost like a private ATM. It's not sidewalk accessible. No, it's not at all. Oh, okay. We have to move on to the next one. The next one is absolutely my favorite. Go ahead and read me this next one. The motel? Yes, the motel. Motel apartment rental. 3B dollars. <laughs> 9B cents. Open seven days a week. I mean, first of all, <laughs> let, 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 let's let's tackle the real quick one. Open seven days a week. I would hope so. I've never been to a motel that said we close. Closed on Sundays. Didn't really work that way. But I love this. I love this. I love that they couldn't even get the, the price right. The price for this place is $3B. 3B. 3B. bucks And 9B cents. Pay me 3B bucks. And nine B cents, not ninety cents. You say no, no, no. I did not say ninety cents. I said that'd be insane. Nine B cents. <laughs> uh, what's the total for that? Uh, that's three B dollars and nine B cents. <laughs> that's all you need to pay to get into here. So it's kind of an enigma, right? Because no one, no one has enough money. No one has the money to stay at this motel apartment rental. It's so exclusive. Yeah. You have to have your own form of currency, it seems like, to to get there. All right, like, there's like a billion of these. So tell me if any of them else, t- any of the other ones appeal to you. Uh, fresh drinks, not cold drinks, but fresh drinks. I have the other one that we need to see. Okay. 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 Go down to the one that says pharmacy. Okay. Okay, it's so good because what we have here, what we have I here, you have to know. let me walk the walk the listener through. Okay. Okay. It says pharmacy, and it, it looks like a pharmacy. Yeah. 
I'm sorry, the, the, the sign. The sign looks like a pharmacy. And, That's and actually an important distinction. And I would even say the storefront could be a pharmacy. The storefront looks like a pharmacy. Now, the awning is initially completely misleading because the awning above the other windows says grocery store, fruits and vegetables. And that is not what I think of when I think of a pharmacy. But it's fudgeable. It's, it's you know, it's close. Some, like CVS, they do sell food. Not fresh produce, but they sell food. You think of like New York and it's like, yeah, you know, you got that, you got that corner store. Yeah, a bodega, whatever. Yeah. And you know what? You could get your fruits, your vegetables. Yes, exactly. But you can peer into the windows of this store. And, and here's what I love is that in the crew, half of the windows can't be seen. So they could have easily just made these windows blacked out and you would have said, okay, that's fine. But they did not do that, my friend. No, they did not. These windows are wide open. The inside of the building is well lit. Well lit. <laughs> and you can see right on inside. <laughs> and instead of there being a pharmacy, instead of there being a grocery, instead of there being fruits and vegetables, what do we got inside these windows? We have some nice shirts, some clothing, some apparel, <laughs> some <laughs> a wall of shoes. Nice shoes, multiple colors, multiple styles. Yeah. It looks Very like a good. really hipster, trendy clothing store. It looks awesome inside. Yeah, yeah. I'd shop there. I'd go there. I'd shop there. It couldn't be further from a pharmacy. So, I mean, I like this as a statement. I like this as the new up-and-coming New York fashion scene, and they're called Pharmacy Baby, you know? And they're they like you come in, and they're like, come and get your medicine, you know? And then you go, and you get your new kicks, and you feel all better inside. And I, I I think that this is I think this is intentional. I think if we opened this up in San Francisco, if we opened this up in New York, it'd do great. So I think the crew too accidentally stumbled on a thing of beauty. That's what I think. Oh my gosh! Okay, the one right below the pharmacy. Mm-hmm. It is a like a a plaza sign, mm-hmm. and it says shoe. That's one store. Tailoring. Another store. Furniture. That could be a store. Cleaning. I guess, you know, get less of a store, but I get it, maybe. Appliances. That is definitely also a store. These are all bad stores, but possible. But possible. But possible. And then the piece de resistance. Buy one, get second one. <laughs> yeah. Buy one, get second one. That's its own store. Next to shoe, next to furniture, next to appliances. <laughs> Buy one, get second one. I and then below it, and then below it, Free USA Airlines is another store. Uh-huh. Yep, Free USA Airlines. That's what I travel on when I come back and forth from Florida to California. Free USA Airlines. I wouldn't settle for anything less, Ben. <laughs> Breakfast and Mechanic. Breakfast and Mechanic <laughs> is a combination that you don't typically hear, but I would like to explore. Kind of would be into. I'd kind of be into. Me too. You like getting your car too, fixed? Yeah. Hey, dude, bro, you want to go to the mechanic, get some breakfast, get our cars fixed while we wait? That Actually, that's not a bad idea. Getting breakfast next to a auto body shop? That sounds great. Yeah, I love it. That should be our tagline at the end. Like, for more up-to-date info on Sonic News, your number one spot. Bro, did you see this? (laughs) 